Good evening, and welcome to our podcast, 59, written August 22nd, 2021. The title of our podcast today is Signs of the End Time, Part 2. Remember, in my last podcast, 58, I mentioned when we're traveling through this life where we only get to go this way once. And then I added, proceed with caution. I said that for a reason because when we go through this life and we don't listen to the Holy Spirit, God's Spirit of Truth, that He will soon pour out like rain. I call this the last spiritual sign of the end time. He is our God here on earth right now, whispering those silent pleas to turn and walk this way or that way or do this or do that. Which may appear to be simple instructions, but sometimes can be vital. But if you're being bombarded by what's going on around you or the cares of this life, you probably will not hear him. Nevertheless, he still speaks. Why I say that? Because he confirmed to me that he speaks to all men equally. I once had this conversation with the Lord. I asked the Lord, I said, Why do you speak to me and not to everybody? He responded. His response was, I do speak to everybody the same. But the key is not everybody is listening. I said, kind of like being tuned to a certain radio station and you don't hear what's being broadcast on other stations. He said, that's a good example. So, friends, our conscience, that inner psychological sense of right and wrong, or our mind being focused elsewhere, We don't hear God. Simply speaking, it depends on where you tune in. So if any of you had that question, why can't I hear God speak? Try tuning your station to KGOD. On the West Coast, it would be WGOD. It also depends on what we allow to come into our mind. If I sit in front of my TV and watch some horror movie, violent movies, or, okay, good movies, that's what goes into my conscience. And later, I find myself going out and doing some of those things that I've allowed in my conscience. It can be worse on the big screen movies. The violence, crime, sex, and so on 
people doing things unheard of. My people, it's still good versus evil. It's real. It's not just on some daily news broadcast. Someone gets hurt or murdered on our streets. If we constantly feed our conscience with evil, our spirit normally feeds from what we let in. Therefore, we sometimes, those things, <laughs> we who are people of God even, should try to keep our minds stayed on God and the good things of life. Because our conscience can record bad stuff too. So we don't get filled with this bad stuff because as I say, for your physical diet, we are what we eat. It's the same for your spiritual diet. We are what we eat, in essence. What we let in is what comes out. So is there any wonder that we see these young kids taking these guns to the schools? and trying out some of the things they learn or seen happen in these movies, on TV, online, gaming, that's, that we sit and, and watch or share with them. And believe me, you, the internet is a whole new game changer where they got their own network to learn of these evil things. So you see, as we, we as parents rather, have to have somewhere along the line where we say, I'm not letting you have this. My parents told me a lot of times I ain't gonna have nothing. And it wasn't because we were broke. They just draw the line. You ain't getting it, okay? I don't want you getting into this because you know what you are responsible for that child parent until they get to a certain age in the church we call it the age of accountability sometimes it may range from early teens to mid-teens but the key thing is what we feed them from the cradle to that time is what they become. Please allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you as a parent, your spiritual needs via your conscience, that you do the right thing in raising your child in the way that he or she should go. Proverbs 22, 6, paraphrase. Parents, proceed with caution we live in that time for children will be disobedient to their parents. The sign of people and their pleasure. Oh, that's a whole, whole new thing. For us it is, not for the Bible. This is almost inseparable. To separate a person from things he and she enjoys. I mean, you can easily influence or tell a person to abandon something they don't like, but something they enjoy immensely? Their pleasure? Oh, or, 
Are you going to have problems trying to separate them from that? That's exactly what the Word of God says about these last days. That the love of many shall wax cold between one another. But people will be hooked on their pleasures. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affections. Oh, Lord, help us. Truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. 2 Timothy 3, 1-4. Read it. That is like listening to the evening news, reading that text. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth but had pleasures in unrighteousness. 2 Thessalonians 2, 12. Wow. Now, pleasure itself is not a sin. Y'all, y'all listen to me now. Don't, don't go around saying Gene said, said that pleasure is a sin. There is wholesome pleasure. That's good. Happiness, joyful, peace, loving, sharing, benevolence, you know, helping other people. 1 Corinthians 7, 3. Okay. God meant it to be so. He wants us to have pleasure. But when you have the type of pleasure the world offers, the scripture shines to avoid and stay away from where what we're speaking about. Sensual pleasures. Our pleasures of doing our own thing. Rebellious pleasures against good and God. Our worldly pleasures of killing and murder. People have pleasure in that. Which preoccupy us so much. We don't have time to do good. You may hear me mention in other podcasts the ground rules. I'm going to make that a little bit more clear. Everything God do on earth, he does it through man. On the flip side... Everything Satan does on earth, he does it through man, okay? God is still sovereign in his will, but he used man to do his good pleasure. He didn't need Noah to bring about a flood. But he wanted man involved. He didn't need Moses to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. But he wanted man to be involved. He didn't even need Mary to bring forth Jesus into the world. But he wanted man to be involved. When God gave us dominion at creation, he meant it. Therefore, we gave up our rights when we sinned 
in Adam. But Jesus bought it back, people, at the cross. Listen, please listen. He brought it back at the cross, and we should still have dominion, but because we see evil all around and just throw up both hands, sigh, and accept it, we give in because we don't put on the whole armor of God. That's why we cannot confront it. A baby is not born evil, but if we, as parents, don't feel that spiritual void in him and we don't train him up in the way that he should go he or she grows up like a weed and out of control also <laughs> if we don't fill him Satan is waiting to fill them fill that void with evil remember all the good or evil that is done on earth since man's creation is done by man you agree Think back. Think back. Just, just think back. Take a moment. It's done by man. God and or the devil don't make you do good and or evil. It's you, my friend, who choose to do that. Therefore, that ground rule of man being a free moral agent and God, nor and God nor Satan do not interfere and or force him to do anything but man choose what he does. Therefore, when the Lord come back to end this world, man can't say, oh, the devil made me do it. He is the reason I'm going to hell. Or we can't say, oh, Jesus made me go to church or, or forcing me to go to heaven. Because the standing rule is God nor Satan don't force us to do anything nor make you do anything. It's man's choice. It's what we choose. I lived in this world over 60 years and I've never seen the devil pick up a gun and shoot anybody. Nor have I ever seen God pick up a baby and cuddle it. I'm not saying he couldn't, but I've never seen it. Yet God always makes sure someone is there to take care of that child. If good will come into our world, God will send it through a man or woman. Because God is a respectful God. He made us free moral agents. He still honor and respect that. This is our domain. He still charge us with dominion. Now, don't say, oh, he gave it up at the cross. I mean, he gave it up when Adam sinned because Jesus took it back at the cross. So this is why he involves man in all he does. Every choice we make down here, ladies and gentlemen, we make it for ourselves, whether good or evil. Finally, when God decided to judge this world, he could have judged it from heaven. He could just set up that in heaven and say, you know what, I'm going to just blow him up. But to be fair to man, he wanted to live as a man in Jesus. To know exactly what we go through, whether strength or weakness, he's been there and done that. Therefore, man will not have an excuse for choosing right or wrong. He wanted a man's 
involved to even judge us. Therefore, God, our Father, will send Jesus, our righteous judge, to judge us. Because Jesus is a man. You getting where I'm coming from here? Now, the sign of the beast. Mm. Speaking of the beast, I cannot believe the picture I saw on the internet of this leopard-looking creature that they call the guardian of peace in front of the United Nations building, which has a striking resemblance of the beast in Revelation 13, 1 through 8, and Daniel 7, 2 through 4. We know the Bible states when they cry peace and safety, sudden destruction falls on them. 1 Thessalonians 5, 3. This symbol and our statue of peace is only that, a statue. My friend, even today our United Nations cannot maintain peace within its own member nations. So what make you think this symbol of peace or this body of nations that support it and is represented by it is going to be able to maintain peace in the last days? We do know that the dragon and or Satan who gave the beast his power and his seat of authority mean no good for the people of God. Reference Revelation 13 too. The Revelation beast statue appears to be a cross of several beasts, whereas Daniels announced them individually. And if we look at the previous nations, represented its body parts the leopard would be Greece the bear would be Persia and the lion would be Rome but if you bring that in today's perspective the nations that represent by these animals it would be Pakistan would be the leopard Russia and China would be the bear and the still Rome <laughs> And Rome, once part of the UK, now of Italy, still would be the lion. Not to step on any Bible scholars who have predicted what will go down in the last days. Just my observation, okay? While they on the scene, Daniel speaks of another beast that shows up. Diverse, different from them all and I believe he is the beast controlled by the Antichrist now Satan has tried to duplicate everything God has done including I believe the Antichrist will be the son of Satan I wouldn't buy the fact that he would be he would have been born of a virgin because that don't seem to fit Satan's character I do believe he will come here and try to be good for a season. Some three and a half years the Bible speaks of. Until the church points out and reveals his true character. Then the next three and a half years, 
that old that old saying all hell breaks loose will be exactly performed right before our eyes he will go on a rampage attack at the church yes his seven year reign from Jerusalem will start out peaceful but would end up in disarray as he challenged with the truth by the church then he will go ballistic okay why I say he will reign from Jerusalem check it out because that's where God wants to bring down the new Jerusalem city of God that he's bringing down from heaven so Satan wants to jump the gun so to speak and make his early entry as God on earth if you will yes when he take his three and a half years and woo and wow the people and get them to believe that he is God in the flesh on earth he's going to take that ultimate step to go into the temple and sacrifice and he will be the abomination in God's eyes as he makes the temple desolate substituting clean with that which is unclean the people of God will rise and he will pursue them to the end of the earth to slay them reference mark 13 14 to 20 and Daniel 11 31 to 45 read it you know how fitting it is that we live in such a time as this whereas Gay rights is becoming the norm around the world. This Antichrist, he might even be gay because it says in Daniel 11.37 that he would not regard the desire of women. Hmm. Just a thought. You be the judge. This concludes our podcast. Let us pray. Lord God, we pray that many who hear these podcasts will be touched in some way and decide in their hearts to repent. Thank you for hearing their prayers and save all who come to you in true repentance. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, if you or someone you know have need of prayer, please contact us here at heavensprayerlink.com. We'd love to pray with you. God bless you.